Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture podcast and I'm fortunate to be chatting to John Dutton again, Craig Appleby and Dion Finocciario. Welcome back boys. And mate, yeah, hola. <laughs> Look at that headband, Apples. Yeah, it's my, like I haven't been out for a few months, so I'm just repping whatever I've got from the, uh, yeah, bad dress-up box, so. <laughs> St Kilda so, Guernsey as well. And the Saints, yeah, <laughs> like I've got to be proud of um, the, the, the Saints and what they've done this year, so just... Still, still got it on from Friday night. <laughs> no, no, I've changed. <laughs> now, any developments, guys, this week? Uh, I might um, hand over the microphone to the Aura cor- correspondent, Dion Finocciario. Um, what's happened this week? Yeah, Dane, there's been a few updates. Um, firstly, um, we've had an update that uh, with... Um, Karen, who I mentioned last time, Karen Nichols, she's been um, really pivotal in giving us some uh, info and intel on what we may and may not need to get the event going, um, and as well as Jodie Oborn up in Queensland as well. She's been really busy um, and fitting in time to correspond with us as well. But, um, yeah, what we understand is that um, we are able to get the event um, off the ground as long as, yeah, we would need to get a track that's certified and also um, it seems like the shoes are a go, so that's great. Um, And in terms of um, we would just need to make sure that we have somebody recording um, the start finish of each lap for the entire time with no stops to make sure that we've crossed the start finish that way that um, there's without a doubt that we've done the times and a lap score per person, which shouldn't be too difficult to to get going. But um, yeah, and depending on what the government restrictions are, you know, we can do it with less than 10 people if we have to, but ideally we'd like to have a few people around to come and watch. But um, yeah, from where we are now, we just, um, we, we still don't have the... the a track locations um, set in stone yet, but yeah, um, if anyone's listening and knows a, a certified track, we're definitely keen um, on on a place that would be willing to host us. Um, yeah, but in the meantime, like we've um, just been trying to get our ourselves organised, and yeah, we in terms of getting the um, the event also, we'd need to get it uh, labelled so gold, silver, or bronze. And um, for the purposes of what we're doing, you know, a bronze label event um, would be sufficient and that would uh, recognise Australian records 
if that was to happen, one of us on the day. But yeah, um, I think we're in a in a good spot um, as long as we get a track location and put the um, request in or the permits for the event. Then I think we're you know we're looking pretty positive at this stage. Fantastic, mate. Um, and then in terms of uh, sponsors for the event, um, has there been any? Like, I've got to um, thank uh, Barry from the Australian Sporting Brewery uh, for the slab that he delivered during the week, and uh, and then also he delivered it to Apples and um, you know all of us. Um, so yeah, a big a big thanks to to Barry for. Um, getting on board with the event. Um, do you have any more to say, Dion? Yeah, um, yeah. Firstly, yeah, Barry and Chris who have been, you know, behind the scenes, developing and promoting this um, this sports beer. Um, you know, there's no alcohol in it, and it's um, got a mix of carbohydrates, potassium, um, electrolytes, and the like. Um, but yeah, it's a really, it's actually a really good tasting beer. Like, I don't know what you guys thought, but um, it, yeah, it tasted. You know, like you really earned a, a cold one, and you know you don't um, you don't have that same feeling of um, you know you know the same bloat or the you know the alcohol the drunk um, afterwards. So yeah, it's a great drink, and I've I've definitely been putting a few down this week, and um, yeah, I've, you know that the, um, at the uh, sportsbeer.com if anyone's interested in non-alcoholic uh, sports beer. I certainly um, polished them off this week. Yeah, and and also if we are able to have the um, or spectators come by, they're, you know, they're willing to come by and, um, you know, offer in some capacity um, a beer to, you know, people that come down and, and spectate as well. So um, watch out for that. If we are able to have uh, spectators you, and if you want to come get a, a beer to, drink while you watch or to take one home with you for with your dinner or something then um you know that's something that might interest you as well nice um dion and jd anything more to add from the you know the development side of things um i i think that's it at this stage but um yeah there, there might be a bit more going on um down the line as well yeah still moving parts Yep, still moving parts. All right, um, Apples, I caught up with you during the week, um, an essential physio appointment to get you back healthy. Um, let us know, like, how, how have you gone this week with trying to get um, some running done and are you still largely on the bike and did you did you climb up Mount Von too? <laughs> yes, yes, all of the above. So, um... The week, uh, just I, I guess a brief overview, got up to 28Ks for the week and that was over the last three days of running and about 200 and, what's that, 227Ks of bike riding. So, um, yeah, really loving the the bike training because it's, it's keeping me fit and not aggravating the site, but more importantly, um, being able to see you on Thursday and I guess pinpoint the region that that was um, affected, but also I think what struck, uh, not struck, but stuck the most was when you were, uh, your analogy about hips and the 
you know, the bowls versus the plates and, uh, and how my potentially, and this is all, this is a theory, but it's, um, it's something that we're following because it's only going to be beneficial. But, um, Dane suggested, or he theorized that my hips are potentially, cause I've got a fair bit of a pretty good range of motion. Is that right, Dane? Through. Yeah. You've got an incredible, um, range of movement in terms of the internal, external rotation. Mm. And, and that's where I thought, geez, I'm, I'm quite flexible. And so what's, what's going on. And anyway, after all the thinking and reflecting on previous um, injuries and treatments and that where you came up with the dinner plate bowl theory and, um, and suggested that, you know, you might just have a slightly shallower um, hip socket and uh, therefore your stabilizers have to do a lot more work to keep everything contained and then obviously your major muscles are doing the work so all that kind of was floating around my head the last couple of days when i've been reflecting on the kind of gym work i'm doing the running when i'm getting sore and um it's see it's probably the most um well, what am i trying to say it's the most positive bit of news i've, I've had about my my hip structure in the last i don't know 20 years so um, even to the point where I remember going to Olympic Park, geez, probably 15 years ago to get um, video footage of my my stride, my gait, um, my hip balance and all that kind of thing. And, and I've always had this sagging hip um, issue, but not, we, we haven't really come to a, a point of how to solve that. So hopefully this um, this program that I'm working on will We'll achieve that, but uh, let's get into the week. <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be a pretty, pretty cruisy week. Um, sorry, just having to bring that one up. We are, what was the Monday, guys? The 5th. That's right. Yeah, so yep. um, Monday the 5th, 43Ks on the bike in an hour 17. So that was nice, and that was um, in the middle of the day. Uh, Tuesday, uh, yeah, so easy day Monday. And so in the cycling, I'm just keeping a similar training load or intensity. So Monday was easy. Tuesday, I did about just under 17K warm up. And then I did a, um, a handicap race, which was a 23K um, handicap time trial. So that was, uh, yeah, that was solid. It was only 200 meters of elevation, meaning that it was, you know, flat and you could really work into it. So um, I signed into the A race and actually, I mean, there weren't many people in it, but I came second overall. So I caught everyone except for one of the B grade riders and they left two minutes before. So I was happy with that. 23 Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one for the hairy, hairy leg brigade. That's it. I mean, right. no wind resistance inside. So it's all right. <laughs> um, 23 Ks in 33 just under 34 minutes at um, average speed of 41 Ks and um, average power through the, what have I got? The, jeez, um, I've totally forgotten the trainer I've got. Wahoo, the Wahoo trainer, the kicker. Um, yeah, 305 watts for the 34 minutes. So um, that was, I was happy with that and came out of it really well. Um, and then knocked back a sports beer and the night was 
was just getting started. So sports beer <laughs> followed by a couple of other um, alcoholic beers. Really good way to, to utilise the sports beer. Um, there we go. So then 10.5k cooldown. So that was a bigger day on the bike, uh, which worked well. Then I got out. Yeah. Then it came to, that must be Wednesday, JD. I caught up with uh, John to just, I guess, follow him for his his session. He was doing a hilly tempo. So 27 and a half Ks for the hour 30. Um, John will talk more about that. Uh, mine was easy, except trying to ride away from him when my gears were slipping was quite painful because I could, I had to be in like a, a lower gear just to, um, just to get anywhere. And then when, when it comes to hills, as any bike rider and runner would know, you run away from bike riders on the hills when they're that steep. So yeah, he ran away from me. He did. How was Johnny looking? <laughs> yeah, looking good. I, I told him that he has to make sure he's relaxed and he's chatting to me the whole way down. Um, but we also know JD's one for working hard. So it was that balance, wasn't it, John? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it came to Thursday. No, there is no Thursday. That's right. Thursday was meeting you, um, Elsa. I mean, Dan. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I was with you for a bit over the hour and we went through some some gym work, some treatment, some needling, all of that, and then looking at um, plans ahead, which was so thorough and so beneficial. So really appreciate your time and and um, um, like motivation is is high right now because of it, and uh, and progress is happening. And the gym program that you've sent me, um, even though it's just theraband work and and some you know eight kilo dumbbells i am i'm puffed by the end like i'm 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 stuffed i'll be honest i am stuffed so anyway that that was good for that day friday was a 6k run um the plan was just do half an hour see how we went and it went really well uh took probably a k and a bit of mostly running but with some walks in there just to start to feel good again um and then i ran probably the last 4k solid home and um and the theme so far for the last three days is that it's a little bit rusty to start, but gets better as the time and distance goes on. So 6K Thursday, uh, Friday, sorry, 6K Friday, and then a 43K um, mountain climb on Friday midday. And that was 1,500 metres of climbing in an hour 47 up Mont Ventoux. Um, yeah, that just kept going. That was like... <laughs> The, the actual climbing was non-stop climbing for like 80 minutes Jeez. Um, with an average wattage of uh, 216 watts. Now that's the up and the down. So I'll be curious to see what the watts were going. Not that I'm a cyclist, but um, I'll be, yeah, power. So I was averaging probably two, 270, 260 to 270 for the 80 minutes. And then obviously the downhill was flying. So that, that was good. That was good. Um, Where'd that place your apples? Was that a race? Uh, it was just it was just a free ride. So out of all the people that were on the ride, I had the fastest time for that for that day. But yep. I mean, who knows? That was the two hours I was on. So if anyone else did it, um, 
so yeah, cool incentives like that on the on the game where you get to race others and try and beat your times. So I was pretty tired, um, which is good because the idea is to try and get that tempo work still in the legs, so the aerobic system's um, still firing. Friday, Saturday, this one progressed quite nicely. Nine Ks at 4:27s for 40 minutes on the dot. So 30 minutes Friday, 40 minutes Saturday, uh, and then. I did an afternoon ride just over the hour, so 65 minutes for 31 k's around home for about 500 meters of climbing. So feeling stronger on the bike too with the gym work, um, especially out of the saddle climbing. Uh, don't worry, viewers, I'm still a runner. <laughs> <laughs> then today, um, today got out for 13 k's, so just under the hour. Yeah, 57 and a half minutes, 13 Ks, 425s. The longer it went, the better it got. Um, the last 5 Ks was more um, other parts of my body kind of struggling as opposed to my glutes. So that was really, really confident and um, promising. And then I went out for a bike ride and got about, I don't know, 7 Ks into it, got a flat tire, didn't have any spares. So called Bianca and she saved me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to walk a few k's out of where I was, out of the bike jumps again, walk out, and uh, that was just a little lesson to go, hey, don't forget your kit. Um, and then I jumped on the bike after that on the indoor trainer for um, 45 minutes, 23 k's, just to get a little bit more leg work in. So, um, yeah, one day off, and that was with uh, um, physio and, and that that focus session and that was a big day with work as well so I was absolutely knackered by the end of it um, but I'm happy with progress and we'll just take it easy this week in ramping things up so another probably Tuesday I'll have tomorrow off and then a few hour runs just to assess where it's at and then probably back end of next week I can get in a bit longer and maybe even just a mild tempo so yeah, look, looking forward, I'm, I'm happy, I'm confident with the gym work that I'll be on the start line to race, but um, if things are still a little bit underdone, then, you know, there's that potential that I can pace at least or something like that. So there's always those ideas floating through my mind because, um, yeah, I want to get to the race start fit and healthy. I don't want to be um, on the edge of injury and then um, flare something back up again. So anyway, that is my week. It's a solid week. Yeah, yeah, that was the last week uh, where we were remote learning. So as of tomorrow, it's um, back to on-site learning and um, that obviously brings with it quite a, a busy family schedule. So um, yeah, training will be probably a lot earlier and a lot later, but um, yeah, yeah, very happy with that week, even though the weather was not too, Kind meant the indoor training was a, a fantastic investment. So that's good, apples. It's good to hear. Um, yeah, some running in that week, and and I think um, the way that you're going about it is really mature, and you're just trying to get to the root cause of the hip pain first. And you know, if anything, we're being conservative, like the, the, this week and, and and next week, so that you get on top of it, so that it's not an issue going forward. So. Um, hopefully the proof will be in the pudding um, and you can keep doing clams to fatigue uh, for the next week or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's 
And that's it. And it, it comes down to, I guess, the way you explained it too, Dane. As as my physio, it like it, a it made sense, and b there was um, a cause and effect kind of relationship where I can put it down to something and go, all right, I've got to work on this area specifically, and um, things are going to get better. And then the evidence is there that things are getting better because of doing X, Y, and Z. And so the confidence just starts to have this, um, the momentum and yeah, even though what was a 30K week, uh, I know there's in the past, there have been times when this may have been a three or four week injury because um, haven't gotten onto it properly or thinking it's something when it's actually something else. So nice. good times. Very good. Um, yep. Let's move on to Johnny. Uh, Johnny, how was your week? <laughs> that was a crazy week. Um, we've we've worked these days. It's um, if if it's too tiring of a day, I just I struggle to get out for running. Whereas I would have just pushed through a few years back. So I'm learning in that sense. But each day could be a big day, or it could be a, a no running day. So it just it changes every day for me. Um, so Monday, big day at work. I just got out for one run, did 12K at 4.13s. Um, and then Tuesday, I didn't run at all because it was another big day at work. I just got home exhausted and just I just left it at that. So um, Wednesday, I ended up doing a session. So it's two weeks in a row I've done a session after a rest day. Um, it's not planned, but it's just how it is at the moment. So but, um, Apple's offered to come out in his bike for the session. So I planned a, a hilly tempo along this one road in Jembrook that goes from the main road to the national park. It's over 6K long and it's it's quite hilly when you say Apple's. It, yes, it's a hilly road. <laughs> it's a very hilly road. Yeah. So it's I, um, wonderful, but it's what? Well, there's some steep sections on the way back, so. Yeah, and so I ended up doing 5.2K warm-up, and even that had over 100 metres of elevation just in the warm-up, so it's a good way to get the legs going. Um, so, yeah, this road had had, I'll just bring it up, it had sort of five pinches in it, I'd say, and it was downhill for the first half, and... Sort of each each uphill was followed by a longer downhill, so it was much easier on the way out. And um, the last hill was definitely a lot longer. It was probably about a k downhill, I'd say, to the turnaround. But when you got down to the flat, it was still had this slight downhill, so you never really flattened out, which didn't notice too much till I turned around. And then on the way back, it was. Um, it was a, a grueling second half. It was each uphill was followed by a smaller downhill. So it was, I think it was about three minutes slower in the second half. Um, but it, I'm really happy with this run. It's, um, it was 12.9K at an average of 333s with 263 metres of climbing. So I don't know how much that sort of cost me per K, but it was... Um, yeah, I'm really happy with that. And and on the way out, I averaged 322s, and Apples was a bit more pessimistic. He said, try and average 
340s for the whole thing, and I was gunning for 330s, and, and nearly pulled it off, so... Um, you know that was my tactic. I was like, <laughs> give him something that's too easy, and he's going to push harder. <laughs> uh, and each uphill, I had to give him a head start on the bike. He was slipping gears, so he beat me to the top. And um, But, yeah, I got a benefit out of that run that I'm going to see in the next few weeks without... Like on paper, it looks like a solid run, but I, I think I'm, I think I'm going quite well going off that. Run. So I'd, I'd run an uphill in 340 and then follow it with a 305 downhill. So I was getting up and over as I best I could, and then was able to change gears on the easier part. So, so yeah, re- really happy with that, and just followed with a 3.1k cool down back home, which still had a bit of quiet in it, and. Um, so what's the next day? Thursday morning, I was working in South Yarra, which I had been all week, and uh, got out for a, an easy 6.7k in 30 minutes in the morning along the Yarra, and which is a nice change in the scenery. Um, no hills, no hills. Um, I can probably find how much elevate 44 meters of elevation in that run, so. <laughs> not much. Um, I got home pretty late on the Thursday, and the weather was just hideous. It was pretty much what it was a couple of weeks ago when I went out for that long run. Um, and I thought, no, I, I still I got to get out because I know everyone else is getting out. So just trying to motivate myself when conditions aren't too great. Um, ended up running fourteen point one k in an hour with. 317 metres of climbing and about 2k in the hail started coming in sideways and I'm like this, this is just I don't want to be out here anymore but just kept pushing through there's people out there walking and walking their dogs and I all right well I've got to toughen it up a bit so yeah got an hour done and just what was the pace so the pace is still I'm finding my easy runs with all the hills I'm doing um, so I did this at 4.17, so it feels easy. It's, um, well, e- easy-ish, but um, I don't feel the need to go any slower. The body's just going, just ticking over and running that pace. I'm not pushing the pace at all, and I feel like I'm getting quite fit from the training I'm doing. So, um, so that was an hour on Friday. So another big day. So... Monday to Friday was a pretty big week for work. Um, didn't get out from a run until quarter past six. Um, and ended up running 25.5K on Friday night with 530 metres of climbing um, and got back just as it was getting dark. It was, so that was a 407 average for that amount of climbing. So I was really happy with that. and. I rode, I know I'm fit when I'm climbing well, and right now I doubt I've climbed better. So um, a lot of positives coming from this week. And um, So moving to Saturday, um, so Belinda went out for her long run in the morning, so I had a bit of a later start. And the plan at the moment, because we're still exploring around Jembrook, was if we're not home in two hours, come get me, come try and find me in the car. So... Um, Linda's run, she was getting closer to home, so um, 
I went out and picked her up and took a bit of a detour, trying to find some new hills for my run. So I was able to, to find some, which proved to be my undoing in this run. So the, the plan was to do two hours of hills and just hit them hard. So attack it like a session um, the best I could. And it was going well, but about 16K in, I started feeling hungry and a bit low on fuel. So um, I'm experienced enough to know things are going to go bad before they go bad. Um, it's just a matter of trying to do the best for the situation, get back home without totally, um, just totally bonking on the run. So it was, it was a crazy uh, last half an hour of that run. So I went from 24K, 341 average, which I was really pushing the hills and I lost 11 seconds of K in the last 6K and ended up stopping at 30K and just sat in the gutter and waited for Belinda to come find me. So, <laughs> so um, it was 30K in at 352s with 580 metres of climbing. But I was toast at the end. I was really, really struggling to get back and didn't take gels with me, didn't have a big breakfast, just all those mistakes that most runners have had over the years. Um, How do you feel... Day after the Friday night session, because if you look at that, you would have finished at eight eight p.m. Yeah. Then you turned around and ran at eleven the next day. Yeah, and I definitely, I, I wouldn't say I regret doing that um, because it's all part of the process of building endurance at the moment. Um, but in hindsight, I would have fueled better between the two. Yeah, gotcha. When, Whereas I just took it as, you know, good run. Let's worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be hard, but I'll get through. Yep. But, and yeah. even modify pace expectations, I guess, on that next day. But you don't, you know it now. Like you obviously didn't know it on that morning. So. And, and that's it. And it's the worst thing when that happens because you know, well, I'm 10K away from home because I'm on the trails. And you know, at some point, I'm just going to run out of fuel, and there's yeah. nothing I can do about it. <laughs> and Jembrook's at the top of the hill, so yeah, yeah, that's right. So there's a couple of times I stopped and tried to regroup, and then started running again. I'd run like 400 meters, 500 meters, and then stop again. Like I was, I was pretty close to being in a, a bad spot. So, <laughs> um, but apart from that, the the run on paper looks pretty good, but it could have been. Could be better too. So, um, JD, was, like, yep. I reckon, um, like, it's not necessarily a negative, um, negative run. As in, like, to get your body to that point of um, exhaustion and uh, it, get your body to experience that depleted state. As long as you can recover, like, over the next few days, then it's good exposure. Like, that's how the body adapts. Oh, definitely, and it's a place that I've been to before, um, and you just got to know how to bounce back from it. So, um, so yeah, I just went uh, 100% into fueling for today's run after that point. So, because um, that was at that stage, like Apple said, there was a short turnaround, and you're talking 55k in 12 hours at that point. So it was a really 
big back-ended week. Um, so I got out today, just try to be a bit more sensible with the pace because obviously I wasn't doing a session today. Still went over hills. Um, it was 27.7K um, at four tens with 536 metres of climbing. So um, it was about 15, 1600 metres of climbing in the last 36 hours. So, you know, do for the week. I did take gels today too, so I was I was a lot better positioned to make it back. Um, I do 137.2k for the week with 2,627 metres of climbing, which is a another PB for that. So, so which in the scheme of things it doesn't mean much, but I was thinking about training before my first 50k and not a lot of sessions pop out as being remarkable, but the whole block as a whole was um, come together well. So um, I'm not so worried about speed because there were some big weeks I finished with track races and ran like a 8.38 for 3K at the end of a big training week. So um, off no speed work, no track work. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that, but I'm going to leave the hills behind for the next few weeks now nice i think that's a that's a smart move um just to uh switch it up a little bit because you've done some big weeks of climbing um but what i wanted to add was it's not just the going up it's the going down like the, the running the those downhills is such a eccentric load on the legs so your legs are going to be really tough from like the last few weeks that you've done that's what i'm hoping and i it's been over 7,000 metres of elevation gain in three weeks, which for me is just unheard of. Yeah. What are you, um, is your, correct me if I'm wrong, are you, like I'm prone to hip hamstring kind of issues. You're prone to some lower back um, niggles. Yep. Is there anything that you're doing now and looking forward to just uh, negate any potential flare-ups with going back to work and as um dane said the downhills and obviously the uphills put extra load through so yeah is there anything you're doing or consciously thinking of well generally if my hamstrings are tight it means i'm stiff through the back and at this point i'm not having any of that and it just keep the glutes firing to take the, the load off the hamstrings and the quads um which has always been at the forefront and just I'm going to keep treatment up, just loosen up the back because everything seems to come from the back with me. So, um, so yeah, I just keep doing the routine, same old routine. And well, if you want, we can meet up for a session of clams. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually don't mind the clams. <laughs> and oysters. And oysters. <laughs> Apples is pretty wobbly at the clams. Oh. I'm, I was weak as. I'm stronger now, though. Yeah. Three in, all three days in, so. Good. <laughs> yeah. JD, I think it's a really good week overall. I think, like, I don't know what your average pace for the entire week would be, but I reckon it would be pretty quick, like, um, considering the amount of elevation. Like, that's that's a pretty solid week. Yeah, and especially Friday surprised me because it was getting dark. Like, every time I popped out of the trees, I was like, oh, I'll, it's not as dark as I thought, but under the trees, you can't see anything. And 
even that run, I can't remember what was it, it was 407s, I think, for that run. So, yeah, it would have averaged, it would have been probably 415s for the week, I'd say, with that amount of climbing. So, nothing yeah, you've got, that. Yeah, you've got a lot of, um, like, you've got a lot of solid running in over the hills too. Like, you're not at super easy jogging pace and you're not at um, marathon pace, whereas that Wednesday night session was pretty close to the 50K pace that you're aiming for, and that was over a lot of hills. <clears throat> and and so, that's a, there's, there's a lot there's a lot of fitness hidden in there that I'll, I'll hopefully unlock and it'll come apparent yes. leading up. But, um, but, yeah, it's a solid week. But there's... Uh, JD, your average pace for the whole week was 405. Okay. Jeez. That's, that's I reckon mine was probably five minutes per K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Far out. That's that's yeah. You can stay in general, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, well, and look, it'll be interesting to track that when you start to polarize your training too. Yeah. Um, because obviously that not super sessions, but you're going to have bigger sessions coming up that are specific to uh to your goal pace anyway and you, you go race so yeah it'd be interesting to follow and jd when you um polarize your training your easy days like what what pace do you generally go like you obviously go by feel but what pace does it end up panning out to be and, and that's another thing like we've worked 330s. yeah pretty good. <laughs> we've worked depending on where i'm working is generally where i run like before work so if i get to work and i've got I've just got half an hour. I try and make the most of it. So some days should be slower, but I've just got to go, all right, I've got to get some training in or I might not train today. So it's, yeah, it's, I'd like it to be closer to 4.30s at least, but there are some days like that, but yeah, not often. Yeah. But again, it comes back to feel and if I feel rubbish, I'll end up going slower than that. Yep. I just got a message um, from Liam Adams. Uh, I reached out to him earlier today. Um, obviously, subject to restrictions, COVID restrictions. Um, he said he'd be happy to sort of help us out. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, um, obviously, it's not fully confirmed yet, but um, early signs are that Liam might help us with pacing too. Well, we're fastest marathoner in Australia at the moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cheers, Liam. <laughs> Loco, Pleasure. how was your week? Um, yeah, it was all right. Um, started with, um, so Monday, oh, Sunday night last weekend was really average weather. It was really windy and wet. And so Monday, um, I found it really hard to get out of bed, actually. I was just, like really struggling to wake up and then when I would normally wake up like seven or something like that. And then I just couldn't get back to get out. So I just um, went back to sleep for a little bit and then got out and um, just did 10.7K uh, around Elsinwick Park. Um, and there was just puddles everywhere, um, trees down and just the aftermath of a big, big storm. Um, and that was, yeah, 4.23s for that 10.7K. Um, felt okay, so a little bit tired from the the Sunday before, but um, yeah, got the got the run done and um, no issue with the shin. And 
Then in the afternoon, um, we did a 11.7K um, at 4.19s. Um, felt fine as well. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day. That was um, 22K all up for the day. Um, and no issues there. Um, probably could have gone a little bit slower, but, um, yeah, that was okay. And then Tuesday I was going to do a, a session, but, um, yeah, just legs sort of left me. And, um, yeah, so I just ended up just keeping it pretty easy and then did a couple of surges at the end. Um, and that was... 10.8k at 4.15s and yeah so I just called that uh, put that one aside and f tried to forget about missing the session and um, did 10.2k in the afternoon just around the local um, Elsa McPark and the canal and then along the beach and that was um, 4.27s um, and started to feel a little bit better but um, yeah and then so Wednesday, um, I was just thinking of exploring and, you know, because I've always just been going along the same route, always around Elsinic Park or along the canal, and I really like that route, so I always do that, but um, I haven't really ventured out very far, so I just did a little bit of a run up near, like, Caulfield Way and got to Caulfield Park, and um, so I made a nice little circuit that I mapped out on my watch, um, and... I think that was a bit of a progressive run, I think. Um, but it was started out pretty easy, like 4.30s. And um, I think I finished the last, you know, 5Ks were nearly four-minute pace. So that was really good, 21.1K, actually. And that was 4.13s. Nice. Hey, Logan. So, um, Sorry, yeah, mate, was, they, they all on footpaths? All on footpaths. Oh, except when I ran around Elston Park. Um, we don't really have any... Um, gravel or anything around here. We've got some grass ovals, but given we've had a, a, a few wet days, they'd all just be muddy. So, um, yeah, mainly along the footpath. Yeah, if I am running along like streets and stuff, I'll try and run on the road next to the footpath and um, or in the bike lane if I can. Um, and I generally like the feeling of the road under my feet anyway. So... Even even when I'm travelling well, um, I'll get a lot of road or concrete. Um, I, I think it gives my legs a bit of resilience, considering I don't have any hills. It's one way that I can um, keep my legs robust. Um, and it's working, yeah, so, that was working so far. Wednesday, I mean, in the afternoon, I was just uh, on the indoor bike. I was just watching, um, oh, watching some Dave Attenborough. There's a new... Um, Docker on Netflix and watched that. Um, it was really good, and uh, um, and I just was spinning my legs on the bike, pretty low um, cadence, but um, yeah, nice recovery kind of ride. It was I was a bit over it to be honest. I don't really enjoy riding on the on the bike inside. Um, I'd rather be outside. Um, yeah, then Thursday it was a pretty average day, and I, I'm not sure, but like when I was um, riding, I reckon like my legs just aren't used to the riding. So, like, my, my legs were a bit um, dead on me on Thursday. So I went out in the morning before I had to go to Knox to work in the kitchen and I 
I got like 200 metres in and I was like, oh, this is going to be a shocking run, really bad run. Um, and I considered walking the rest, you know, maybe just walk for half an hour and then get home. And um, I ended up getting 2K and then I got back home and I thought, oh, I'll just go out for a little bit more. And um, yeah, I don't know what happened there, but that was <laughs> that was a, a bad um, run. And I labelled that one blur because I just, there's no... Um, you know, that was one I like, I could have walked at any stage and probably would have enjoyed it. So that was a tough, tough, um, tough run that one. And what was that? 450s or something for 4K, um, 452s. Um, and I think I was just really tired as well. And my body, um, like sleepy tired, I just hadn't fully woken up. And then in the afternoon, I actually got out after working in the kitchen, which usually I sort of struggle with. And because um, I've got the permit, I can run near work. So I got um, around Gels Park and was going to just do an hour. Um, it was really windy and a um, little bit stormy. It hadn't quite started raining yet. Um, it's a run that John ran in. Um, but um, I got 6K and... Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's enough. So um, that was 10K for the day on Thursday. And, um, yeah, I was a little bit down. I didn't do it, the session on Tuesday. And I don't usually like to do the sessions on Thursday when I, on the day I work in the kitchen because it just knocks me around a lot. So it was um, going okay for that. And then um, Friday morning... Um, and I guess by that time, I decided that I would just try and absorb the mileage that I'm doing. So I was, um, Friday, I was like, you know what, I'll just run a bit easier, um, no session, and just run as I can feel. Um, and so I got, on Friday, I did 16.2K, um, just around Elstonwick Park and the canal and um, a couple of the other streets. And, um, yeah, I was... I was pretty happy with that run. It was um, four elevens, and um, yeah, started at like the four thirty fives, and finished around the four minute pace again for for the last sort of five or six k. And yeah, like I think um, my resting heart rate was about one thirty eight, which is pretty reasonable as well for, um, I guess for that sort of pace for me, that's that's pretty normal. Um, maybe a little bit lower than usual, and but that's probably because I've had no session as well, so I'm a bit fresher. Um, and then Friday afternoon, I got out, I think it was a nice day on Friday, and I got 7.6K at 4.10s. And yeah, it was another nice run. It's another progressive run, 4.30s and finished at 3.55s. Um, I, I, I really like running a bit like that where I can just start out really easy and just find my way into the rest of the run. Um, so, yeah, that was a 23 and a bit K day for the Friday. And, um, yeah, so moving on to Saturday, um, I just I went on another bit of a loop, I guess, and down the, um, down the beach along the coast up to... South Road and then um, up towards Dendy, Dendy Park and then along the Nepean Highway and made a bit of a loop back up down the canal and back to home. And then it was 
20.3k um a nice run actually because i sort of um started i was just going to just cruise you know maybe like 420 kind of pace um but yeah like maybe 600 meters in there was some guy running about you know four minute pace like a stone throw away and i was like oh i'll just sit on the back um so yeah sort of just started you know around four minute pace and yeah and i didn't really want to run slower for the rest of the run because i actually felt pretty good as well so um and then the second half was a, a little bit against the wind um and yeah so that was 20.3k at 355 average pace um there's a big 71 meters of climbing in that um so it was yeah probably be sore after a run like that um and yeah yeah heavy quads um but yeah that was a good run so um 20.3 at 355s and in the afternoon i snuck out for another 10k at 424s um yeah it felt really good so um and it started a bit cruisy as well and, and just um try to let the legs um dictate how i was feeling and um yeah it was happy to get a couple of you know the friday and saturday um were good runs after the thursday so it was a bit of a confidence booster and so i was um a bit optimistic for my sunday run um and i guess dane also seeing your run on the saturday which was pretty handy um i was a bit inspired as well by your run so i went out onto the track and did four two hours at the sandy track and um it was a 5k warm-up um i think the gps is a bit generous but the average warm-up pace for the 5k was 337 um and then the session was um five by um 1600 meters with 400 meters recovery so it would be 10k's uh, of that um and this was so four laps so not the 1600 meters so i did the four laps um and it, the pace was saying 313 to start and then it was down to 307s by the last few reps but um it was more like 320s because yeah five minutes 20 is three minute 20 pace for 1600 meters so yeah more like three minute 20s for those one mile reps or 1600 meters and the, the 400 meters was about four minute pace or 350s um and and then after the that 10k of effort there was i did 10 minute um i guess recovery jog which is about um four minute k pace or just under 355s and then um i got stuck into two by 5k which was supposed to be um at 50k pace and with a 1k float recovery and yeah i hit the first 5k in 1706 so you know 321s i guess um the the pace i got here was 312 so it was a bit generous again um, but I did the 12 and a half laps at um, 17.06. 1K jogging, um, 4.07. And then the, the next 5K 
um, I got 16.52. So it was a, um, yeah, a bit quicker than 3.20. So it was quicker than marathon pace, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was a really good session. And then I had the 1K float of 4.86 or 4.16 and a 3.6K cool down at four minute K pace. And um, it says on, on Strava, it says I ran 34.6K at 3.28s. Um, I think it was a bit generous. It was more like 3.38s. Um, and 187 metres of elevation on the track. <laughs> and, yeah, my average heart rate was pretty reasonable, I guess, um, about 162. So it's about nearly marathon pace heart rate for the whole whole run. So, yeah, it was a big day. I was a bit tired this afternoon and a little bit moody. But um, And I had a 10-minute nap as well. I was, so it was definitely pretty tired from the, from the run and... Um, Oh, and then in the afternoon I made some uh, I made some nice goat cheese on the actually, and I spent that for dinner. Um, and yeah, all up it was uh, it was 164k for the week, and um, yeah, I feel like the shin is completely gone. I haven't had any awareness of that ever since, so that's probably the most important thing. And um, I was glad that I at least got one run that I was like pretty happy with um so yeah that was my week that's a huge long run that's yeah. really impressive that's that's an awesome session dion how did you feel throughout with the repetition the repetitive nature like obviously we're getting our heads in the game for laps but how was it for you yeah for me there was no problems i actually um i had my jaybird headphones i put those on and was just listening to some music um the whole time and I also actually um I did have my um I had a couple of drink bottles set up on the side there's like a um a little staircasing and I put my drink bottles on there so I could have those during I had a gel hammer gel at in between the the 10 minute recovery between the 1600 and the two two by five k so I had a gel in between there actually but um yeah there was a few people at the track um, you know, running around the outside of a few people. Some other people were just doing the little group runs. But, um, yeah, I don't mind running repetition on the track. It's, you know, I've done the six-hour run on the track and I've done 100K on the track. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy getting into that sort of monotonous um, doing things just all the time. Like, even when I was a chef, like, you'd get me doing something that would take hours, I'd be happy doing it. You know, whether it was peeling a whole bag of onions, um, anything that's like, you'd say boring, like maybe it's something about an ultra runner or, but um, yeah, I like getting stuck into it and just doing the same pace. Um, I, I reckon I'll enjoy the 50K on the track. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I do have a question about your, um, your Strava posts. What what are the uh, the titles there, mate? What's with the full tracksuit back on Friday? Full tracksuit? Yeah, I was wearing a full tracksuit. It was cold. Jeez, oh, uh, pants, actual pants. They were like running tracksuit pants, but yeah. Yep, that's hopper. Um, was it hopper? I had a t-shirt, like a t-shirt and a running jacket as well, <laughs> um, and then I had the buff on as well. But yeah, no gloves. 
Good old Melbourne weather, eh? <laughs> yeah, last week we were talking about how hot it was, and this week we had, <laughs> like, Thursday was really terrible. Um, it was cold and windy and raining and trying to hail. Yeah. Hey, with your, um, just on a, a tech side, with your Jaybirds, are they, is your watch a music watch? Like, is that where you're playing music through, or do you have your phone somewhere? Yeah, actually, good question. Um, I just ha- I've got the Garmin 945, so it's a pretty handy watch. Um, and yeah, it just uploads music onto there, mm. and it just Bluetooth connects to my headphones. And yeah, even throughout winter when I'm running in the rain, like they're waterproof um, headphones, so um, they've lasted me quite a long time. And this whole winter running, so have been using them. And yeah, um, probably would have been a different winter if I didn't have um, something to keep me company. But um, yeah, they're um, just Bluetooth. Yeah, nice. I might. I was. I was thinking of how I could approach that because I've only. I've got this uh, Forerunner two three five, which doesn't have that application. So I was thinking of maybe a big boombox in the middle of the track down at <laughs> two or. Oh yeah. Or something, yeah, I'm just thinking, how can I get the music yeah. playing? But, yeah. yeah. You get a, um, like, a, a Wi-Fi booster, which boosts the um, Wi-Fi radius. Uh, maybe you'd be able to connect your phone a bit closer to your headphones that way and do it on the track, or maybe get to Dane's track that's a bit smaller. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it in the middle and pretty much touch it on all corners of the track. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, otherwise you could get like the um, six four five. It's a bit um, more entry level kind of priced kind of watch, and um, yeah, that's you can get music on that as well. Yeah, I'll I'll stick to old school until it all dies on me. But yeah. um, no, mate, a solid week that session. I'm assuming you're going to take a few days to absorb that one. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And why were you going um, clockwise direction? We're running anti-clockwise, mate. You got lost. Oh, it's going <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm just staring you. Just oh. staring you. Making sure you're going the opposite direction to us. Yeah. <laughs> How did you find going the same way the whole time? Was that all right? Yeah, that was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that it's, it's going to be a challenge for, you know, if, you, if you're not having a good day, I reckon it would be like you'd just be looking for a break. Yeah. Uh, or if you've got like a, a maybe a niggle or something and, and and if it's in your head that the track is going to make it worse and I can see that's going to be a bit of an issue but I don't think it makes a huge of an issue if you don't do like too much of your running on the track and that was my, you know, my only run on the track for the week so I'm not too worried about it at this stage but yeah, it's definitely something as we get a bit more, you know, close to the to the fire, I guess, and wanting to do a bit more um, specificity with the runs, that, that's going to be something we might need to look towards. Maybe do a session going the other way or your warm-up and cool-down and recovery the other direction. Yeah. And Where Dion, I... um, you said you struggled to get out of bed earlier in the week and you had a run labelled bleh. Um, do you think that was because of the um, change in training the last few weeks and just ramping it up or... Um, like obviously you've recovered and had a great weekend and a really good session, but earlier in the week, um, it sounds like you were pretty smart. You, you held off your sessions. You made sure that you just jogged easy until the weekend. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I think also I was maybe a little bit um, mentally tired as well. Like there's, you know, um, COVID's obviously been a bit challenging and, and I think I was a bit uninspired, um, a bit a bit lost with wanting to get out and everything like that and, you know, um, trying to figure out whether I'm going to be able to work again or not with the potential, you know, lockdown not being lifted. So um, I think it was, you know, everything has just been a bit tough and, and I was just, you know, being a bit kind to myself not to trash myself on every from every angle. So I, I took it a bit easier. Um, and then, yeah, I think I was just a bit physically tired, um, being hard to get out of bed. So, yeah, I, I think I've made the right right call. And even last week, taking those couple of days off, um, it, you know, it right now it turns out that I've had the shin is completely gone. But if I had have gone, then you know, would have it actually been a real injury? So uh, I've been trying to listen to the body and and not push it too hard. Yeah, great. I better get on to my week. Um, well, just on the music side of things, um, we won't be allowed to use headphones on the day, will we? I suppose we'll have the runner chat boys in the middle with their boombox. Well, if we if we are allowed to have more than you know ten people, but um, yeah, we. Could, I mean, we could even just set up speakers ourselves if we had to. But um, yeah, I don't think there's rules that say that you can't use headphones. I just think it's just a general courtesy rule that you don't. Yeah, particularly up at the front, like, but on a track, all the you know the ultra track races like. 100k, six hours and everything. They all wear headphones, so I don't. I don't see what you know we would be able to, but if we're like going alongside and chatting, um, you know, unless you can like me, I can listen to one earphone at a time, but you know, um, or I can just change from my left to the right and just you know, but um, yeah, you you wouldn't want to be running with both ears blocked um, when you want to see how one of you one of us are going like you know you know how you going you need a drink or yeah you battle or going okay so yeah i reckon we'll get something out of just chatting to each other even if it's just hearing each other breathe yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully the breathing's um calm and rhythmic (laughs) (laughs) but you're right having having like we've all got bluetooth speakers and all that kind of stuff and a a music set up in the middle or even in the grandstand would be a nice – I mean, it, it travels so easily, the, the sound. So, yeah, that will be cool. So, yeah. and how many how many uh, circles did you do? Yeah, so like that's why I was um, asking Dion about the music because I did a, a somewhat similar session to Dion um, on the Saturday this week and just practised – Turning left, as as you say, apples, and um, went to yeah the local high school track uh, three minutes away from my house that is quite small, and um, I, I lost count, and um, uh, yeah, I, I I think I almost did that deliberately because I was trying to zone out, and so I don't know how far I actually ran for the four reps that I did um, uh, on that day, um, but. I'll probably I'll go through the rest of my week. I'll start from the start. So Monday and Tuesday were very similar to 
the last couple of weeks, I just used those two days for recovery after the weekend. So did my usual 70 minutes easy on Monday and then a double on Tuesday where I did 35 easy and 60 minutes easy at my usual stomping grounds at Langoran Flora and Fauna Reserve and with Remy, the dog. So nothing really special to report on those two runs, just pretty slow and um, I did get under five minute per K, which is um, whenever I'm doing that, um, it means I'm recovering pretty well. So sort of use that as a bit of feedback to go, okay, well, recovering pretty well. Uh, for the week, I had two sessions planned. I wanted to just do a fartlek. I, I normally get pretty fit and strong off doing fartlek sessions. So I had a 30 minute fartlek plan for Wednesday. And what I had planned was I, was, I, was, I just wanted to go under 50k pace and over 50k pace for 30 minutes and I did it just one minute on one minute off and I uh, drove to Seaford wetlands and did it on a nice straight straight course because I, I have noticed that um, running on the treadmill and running around the track my left ITB is just a touch tight so like probably a one out of ten um, so it just shows that doing something a little bit different can, can uh, it's just those changes um, that you're not used to can, can um, lead to some tightness and fatigue. So I made sure that I just ran straight that day and I ran all right. Um, I averaged 331s for the session in total, covered eight and a half kilometers um, and felt pretty good as I was I was running. Um, so that was a nice session to do. Um, I was getting a little bit tired over the last five minutes. Um, but yeah, where I run um, JD, there's just no hills. So that was a pretty flat run. Um, then on to Thursday and Friday, I just made sure I went easy again. So did my usual uh, 60 minutes and 35 minutes on Thursday. Uh, one run was at Frankston Reservoir and one run was with the dog again and just hovered in and under five minutes per K. Felt like I was recovering at that pace and then Friday was 60 minutes easy, uh, similar pace. So still nothing nothing special there. Um, good recovery runs. And then, um, yeah, it was on to a bigger weekend. So on the weekend I had planned to do four by five K just at the the local high school track. And uh, like I said, I, um, I zoned out and I, and uh, I, I just totally lost track of how many laps I was doing. And I think on the day, cause there's going to be 125 laps, it was kind of what I wanted to do. I just wanted to see if I could just run and try to be comfortable out there and just um, almost get into that trance like state. Uh, tried to do it without any music and did that and then I just did three minute jog between each effort so um, on my GPS which of course was very favorable um, it said I did a 1618 1632 1632 1607 for the 5k splits but um, I can tell you now that they were probably more like 17. 20 to 17:30 pace uh, for 5k, which was so pretty much I, smack smack bang on what I felt like 50k pace feels like. Um, I, I was feeling strong. I felt really good, 
out there. Um, and uh, yeah, just did the three minute jog in between. And so it ended up being 74 minutes running around in circles on a track, um, which I'd never done before. And I actually changed directions. Uh, so uh, after the first rep, I was, I was getting a bit paranoid about that tightness that I felt in my left ITB earlier in the week. So I ended up doing the last three reps the other direction um, just because I haven't done that at all in the preparation at all. So I just thought if I keep turning the other direction, maybe that'll even my body out a little bit. So I just did that from a, from a safety point of view and whether it made a difference or not, I'm not sure. And then I actually, uh, for the rest of the day, I, I actually had to quickly record my online strength and conditioning videos. So I did that in the afternoon. Um, so got a pretty good strength workout done in the afternoon. And, and then this morning I ended up doing the same run I did last week. So it was once again, a time on the feet kind of run, caught up with mattress uh, within our 5K uh, boundary and ran at Frankston Reservoir ticked off two hours and five minutes outdoors for 26 Ks and did the last 14 Ks on the treadmill inside. And it was pretty good practice actually, I think just running on the treadmill for the last, last, uh, yeah, last 14 K because you, I ended up being on the treadmill for 74 minutes and there's just nothing to look at. Like, so I was just staring at this fly on the wall and then I was, I was just trying to, trying to zone out and um, work at uh, trying to keep my mind preoccupied while the negative thoughts kept creeping in. I was going very slow for this run, like it was, would have been just under five minutes per K for the whole run. So it wasn't exactly a speed session because of the day before, but it was just practicing being out there. And I, I was out there for three hours and 19 minutes in the end. And uh, yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing that, um, for the, from this weekend was the mental training. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I think that's going to be one of the biggest things for the day. Um, trying to, trying to be resilient and, um, mentally strong and being able to work out strategies that just keep you relaxed and, and not focusing on, on how far to go and, um, and the negative ideas that, um, that you can find you creeping into your brain. So, yeah, it ended up being a pretty good week, 154Ks, uh, two sessions, a good long run, no elevation, and a gym session. Uh, so another another pretty good week done, and the body's still intact. Um, yeah, so um, I've got planned for next week, I'll probably do a bit more of a specific long run, so some, some um, stronger running late in my long run. Uh, rather than just a time on the feet run. And, and in the week, I'll probably just do um, a whole heap of recovering and, and maybe a lighter speed session just to keep the legs ticking over. So, yeah, that was my week, boys. Yeah, nice, mate. Yeah, really good fun. week. Yeah. How was the track? Was this the track that has the, the undulations in it? <laughs> yeah, it was um, that weird, weird track that certainly isn't certified. We couldn't do the 50K around that. Uh, it's, not even, it's not even round. It's not round. Oh, it's not oval. It's round. Oh, it's it's, it's um, not even round. It's square. Yeah, but the the crazy thing is, it's actually um proper rubber. Like it's not one of those uh, astroturf uh, tracks. Uh, you know where they just put the mod grass over the concrete. Uh, so it's a it's a nice surface. It's just 
there's hardly a straight in it. It feels like you're just turning the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you find that your your form changed? Like, were the hills or the undulations big enough that you had changed technique or form? Um, nah, they're not. They're not. They're very subtle. They're they're not like cockatoo and um, yeah, out your way. Um, they're like it was more of a headwind. There was definitely a wind every every lap. So. I just hope on the day, on the 29th of November, we get a pretty good good day because um, that was probably the thing. Um, but once again, it was that sheer sheer um, ability mentally to block it out and forget that it was there and um, and actually um, think about the, the tailwind you're getting on the other side. Yeah, good positive, positive reinforcement or positive focus. Yeah, that's it. I think we're going to need a heap of it. after today? What was that, Apples? your ITB after today on the treadmill? Oh yeah, yeah, it was actually fine. I think I'm just being a little bit um, like a paranoid physio tends to get. Um, you see injuries every day, so, uh, and and you, I guess, um, just trying to, trying to be on the front foot. So it, it's um, going pretty, it's fine. Um, I, I probably, yeah, it's, it's sort of like what Dion was saying the other week with his shin. I'm not sure if it's there or if it's not. Um, so I think I think it's just a bit of fatigue. It is the side that my Achilles is um, the worst on. And so I find that I don't land as well on that side. And um, yeah, so I occasionally do get a bit of left knee stiffness on that side. But um, no, nah, it, it'll be fine. It'll It'll be fine. Yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. Um, yeah, and just another note, like running on the treadmill for 74 minutes after running, um, you know, doing your long run, like that's hard. Like I've I've done stuff like studies where you've I've done like a three hour run on a treadmill and it is, and like I had a purpose, like, you know, someone would talk to me and get me off to do a urine test or something or whatever, but like, there was just a dot on the wall and it's really hard like for you to do it every week at the moment like and over covid like that's hard and like especially that you're at home and you can just get off like yeah I, yeah <laughs> I, I think it's um you know you can just call pull the pin like oh i've done a you know 35 or k run like yeah just a, a, a extra kudos on that yeah, I don't like it. Definitely crossed my mind to just step off um, last week and this week, but I think the only thing that drove me was like, I think it's, I think the the mental side of this actual race is like, um, is definitely one that, yeah, that like I think that 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 session, even though it's really slow running, it's it, I'm trying to train it, but it's um, uh, yeah, just trying to. Go, yeah, I want to step off because we're going to do that. We're going to be thinking like that probably the last 30, 40 laps. Like we're crossing the finish line, you know, 40 times or so over those last 40 laps. Like it's, it'll be so easy to just go, ah, that's, that'll do it. That, that'll be enough. So, um, yeah. I think the whole time that we're running, we're never going to be far away from where we started. So like, it's easy to just like step off the track <laughs> and, oh, you know, it's not like a trail race where you're like, 40 k's away from the you know the next checkpoint that you like oh well i've got to run the next 40 k's it's like um you know you're like no further than 200 meters at any given time away from where you started and you know that's going to be hard yeah 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 no definitely 
All right, boys. Well, mindful of the time and um, yeah, appreciative once again of all the time that you're putting into the show and the podcast and the preparation and um, yes, uh, anything else to add or should we wrap it up? Um, anyone else got anything exciting on for the week? Uh, return to on-site teaching and putting in the uh, the training in and around that. So that's me and obviously increasing the running mileage. So hopefully next week I'll have some good new, uh, better news. So that's me. What about you boys? Um, no, just a couple of sessions and um, yeah, just keeping keeping up with um, the load tolerance as well. And yeah, nothing. Um, I'll just be looking forward to next Sunday, seeing what Uncle Dan says about the uh, restrictions. But um, yeah. Are you two planning on another track session this week, like another high volume track session? I probably won't. Um, I might do a run with um, Dave Ridley again on the Sunday. But um, yeah, maybe I'll do it every fortnight or at least um, maybe midweek I might do a track run or something like that. Um, I actually counted my laps. It was um, oh, of course it is. on the track. <laughs> uh, which Did you say 81? 81 laps, the same direction. Um, I actually calculated it's um, 32.5 Ks. So, you know, I was, I was 2 Ks generous on the... GPS. Jeez. Far out. Well <laughs> done. Change wrists that you put the watch on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm going to look for some flat road this week. So no more hills. Nice. That's yep. my goal. That's going to be harder to find than hills. <laughs> oh, I've got 710 metres of elevation this week. Yeah, and 187 of that was around an athletics track. That's, yeah, <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> can you believe it, yeah. You've got it in Sandringham. <laughs> Renowned for being hilly, Sandringham. I'm going yeah. to try to get off the track um, as well. I think I've done a few weeks. It's been plenty. I might be on the track for the speed session, but then uh, for the specific long run where I do a bit of hard work sort of later in the long run, I'll probably try to find a flatter road. Um yeah, and uh, maybe do the treadmill treadmill stuff early. And then, yeah, like Dion said, just hope that um, Dan Andrews is, uh, yeah, um, says something uh, uh, encouraging uh, for the prospects of this, this race. Yeah, right on. Did, Dane, do you think doing the treadmill first before you head out for your long run, changing that up, would that change your, obviously, your mindset, but also the way you'll be feeling on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I might I might do that this week um, just just so I can – because I can't go fast on the treadmill. Um, and I'm probably – yeah, sort of like Dion mentioned how he's probably going to be off the track this week. I, I think I, I probably, probably wouldn't mind just having a week where I just give the track a break, like um, – and then revisit it in in um, in a in a couple of weeks, and uh, just just in case because it is a big change on the body. Yeah. Yes, it is. Beautiful, I think boys. You did that the other week, Odane, where you did your treadmill first, and then you did your 
um, your, your marathon or your 50k specific on those two different tracks after the treadmill? Do you think that that's um, more beneficial? Do you have a preference of which, which is more beneficial or does it just depend on the time that you might be running with somebody? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's a good question. Like, I think it depends on the purpose of the session too. So, like, today was literally just time on the feet. So, it didn't it, – it was probably good to have it at the end because um, I was just running five minutes per K. Um, so, it was good to make it, like, even more boring and mentally taxing late when you're fatigued. Um but then say next week when I'm doing a more specific session, which will be, yeah, pretty similar. I'll jump on the treadmill um, and then I'll, I'll go somewhere where um, there's some flat, flat roads and, uh, and then I can get going. Um, uh, I, guess, I guess it's hard enough anyway, like if, you get, if you're getting going 50K pace late in the run. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's almost, you can't throw everything at the body all at once. So it's sort of just, um, I suppose spreading out sort of those, um, stresses and, and that, that stimulus to, for change. Um, just so that, uh, yeah, just having one focus at a time. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what would you, what would you think? I like what you're doing. I, I would probably do it on the treadmill first. Um, because I know that if I got home, having done a decent <laughs> run, I would just, you know, get into the kitchen and, you know, look for some snacks. Um, I wouldn't be jumping onto the treadmill. I would get it out of the way first because I know that if I'm out running, I'm going to enjoy it outside. But, yeah, inside, unless I had, like, swift running on the treadmill or something, you know, <laughs> I could do that. It's almost like a game, I guess. And yeah, I don't really play many games, but um, you know, I could, I could, I could have a go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get your iPad set up in front of your, in front of your treadmill there, Dane, so you got something to look at at least. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, like I, I um, I did have hilltop hoods last week, but then, I don't know. I suppose it does show how driven I am to um for performance. Like so, sometimes like I don't mind making it hard, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, but yeah, it's give or take, like sometimes you can, there's only so much hard and, um, monotony that you can take at once. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's about, um, uh, making it enjoyable too, so that, um, yeah, you enjoy the whole build, but yeah, no, I, I still enjoyed the run enough. It's just, um, I guess that was an element of the, of the training effect I thought is, um, make it boring, make it hard and see if you can actually do it. Just another little challenge along the way. And, and then I suppose like you can reflect like, um, mid race and, and all of us will have races that we, or training sessions that we can reflect on mid race where we're like, well, we did do that session and, and we got through it. And, and it's, I suppose it, it helps that, that mental strength. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a tougher part than physical endurance, I think, at times, uh, especially on the track. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely can't be overlooked when we're training. Good boys, let's wrap it up. Well done. I'm looking right. forward to following you yeah. um, this week, and um, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. Good work. Enjoy the week, boys. See you guys.